Welcome to The Lunch Table, where real friends who are real pastors having real conversations you may or may not have said out loud once you've left The Lunch Table. Welcome back to The Lunch Table. We are all here today. We got Nate, Drew, and myself ready to... Who's this clear-sounding, beautiful, microphone hey. <laughs> Do you guys have a preaching voice, Emily? So sometimes when I used to practice in front of Emily, she'd be like, "What? what is this preaching voice that just came on for some reason? Yeah. Like, you, Drew created a new voice in you from the last podcast. I don't know if it was <laughs> editing or what, but you sound like a, a very sweet uh, John... <laughs> I had to do something. <laughs> what happened? Is it am I too loud? Is my microphone too loud? No, no. no from last, last week's week. episode, he had to edit your voice because of the not having a microphone, and you yeah. sound very, oh, oh, you sound very special and very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, man, it, basically, right. it was like I had to do voice replacement, and the only one that was free was a women, a woman's voice. <laughs> And so, no. <laughs> Bro, that would be oh, so that, funny. That would be that would be hilarious for sure, for sure. But do you guys have a do you guys have like a preaching voice or a preaching word? Like you know how like some pastors when they like mm. instead of just saying God, they'll be like and God said you know or yeah. no, I don't I don't have one. Yeah, you I'm not gonna lie. I definitely do, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely, man. You know what it is? Honestly, it's not even that my voice changes. It's the um the speech pattern, the like, emphasis. The, yeah, the emphasis. The like how long it takes me to say something. You know, like that kind of stuff. Like that's big time. And I I feel like I I definitely probably change my tone a lot too. Not gonna lie. Just what I just makes... can't remember. That's what good. makes me mad is like when I go through my notes, like I'll practice in my mind. And in my mind, I sound like a boss. Like yeah. I am like <laughs> crushing this sermon or whatever. But yeah. then when I start actually saying it out loud, I don't feel like I sound anything like I did in my mind when I was practicing it. Yeah, that happens <laughs> For a lot. Sure. That's not good. That's <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I, it just feels like I have two different, I don't know, but yeah, yeah. Well, guys, um, I do have a question for you guys to get us going, and that is simply this, right? When it comes to your volunteers, right? If you if you are a part of any kind of non for profit, I think you have you you rely mm-hmm. heavily on volunteers. Um, for the most part, would be my guess, right? And I think we're talking to mostly pastors, mostly non for profits, and things like that. Okay, yeah. my question is. What makes a volunteer great? And then what absolutely drives you up a wall with a volunteer? Like, give me the spectrum of, of just like, this is, this is one of my all time favorite volunteers who just crush it. And then this is the type of volunteer that I thought I was going to lose my mind over. Yes. Now, praise God, I'm through those volunteers I was going to lose my mind over stages where they're gone. (laughs) (laughs) I can speak freely on today's podcast. Uh, um, We'll we'll start with the worst. Like the worst for me is different ones. uh, It's kind of talking pre-show a little bit, but those that have to have the title or have to have the key to the church or have to have the, the power, you know, and don't just serve, you know, and be. 
Um, oh my gosh, we had. Oh, <laughs> I hope that, I hope they're in a good good place as far as church. But uh, I mean, would meet with me on a regular, just telling me everything that's wrong, telling me mm-hmm. <laughs> to the extent of, I heard you don't drink, and um, you know, I'm just concerned that your kids are going to grow up drinking because you know <laughs> you should teach them, you know, blah blah blah. And, I mean, from personal to church, we're doing so everything random. wrong and. <laughs> and uh, you know, I when once she wasn't voting eligible or whatever, everything's wrong with our bylaws and our policies. And mm. um, oh my gosh, uh, even the most famous conversation was she had brought me this life group series that was great, and we actually guess what we did the series in our life group because it was so good. But yet the very first one, she derailed every discussion question and everything about that lesson that she wanted us to do. And I just thought, Oh, you have to leave to be satisfied. You have to be charged. Yeah. So those that have to have a title and they have to have so, that, you know, Oh, can I clarify something? I think Nate's Wi-Fi that he did not say a cuss word right there. We did not no. blank anything. No. <laughs> True. I don't know if you caught, I don't know if that's just my end, but you can. Yeah, no, I think we're good. Okay. Yeah. It blanked <laughs> out for me for a second and Nate was like on fire. I mean, he was ready for this question. Not... I was like, <laughs> people might think that we had to blank out some language there. No, yeah, I'm going right. to have to add like a little stop in it. Just like, just I'll have to find like a really choice place. to like, put it <laughs> Drop a beep in there. Like, uh, Oh, no, this no. beep just I've had, had to leave. You know? I've, I've had time to heal, so you're not getting the raw version here. That's good. Uh, That's good. No, Plus, but, it's a you know PG podcast. You know PG. PG there you go. <laughs> and, then, and then the opposite of that, right? Like we have. Um, oh my gosh, I have some incredible volunteers that, like one lady in particular, I'm thinking of, was basically leading the welcome team that we have because the team leader was not around and like had phased mm-hmm. out and. She was the volunteer that kept it going. She's spiritually strong. She she could be a team leader. She could be a trustee. Like she's that level, but yet never once. So like even to the point of I would sending people wanting to serve on that team to her (laughs) and not the other. So never had to have that title, never. And just, and now she does. Now she's the team lead and God took care of that situation. So people that just love giving people titles like that. Oh, like the, they, don't, they don't even be asking for it or like didn't even ask it. for it like, didn't yeah. have to have it mm. and then and this happened with another volunteer like not being so what makes a great volunteer not being like territorial and possessive so like you know back when we started the volunteer the leader that i said hey you've done a great team they're off to build this team now i want you to build this other and okay let's go What what is it instead of no it's my team and i like these people or whatever um flexibility just willing to go wherever um and supportive another story just the other day one of my great volunteers i was in a very intense meeting and i think i shared this before on here but she's and i missed my time with her and she said oh no nate i prayed for you i knew something was going on that was more important i'm fine i'm cool so people that are like not just about themselves but about the mission as a whole the church as a whole and and supporting your pastor i mean i'm not gonna lie that's That's massive. And one overarching theme is, and this was some trainings we did um, to grow the church, is teaching your team leads. And this is what it says in the curriculum, like to lead their teams the way the pastor wants them to lead it in the sense of non-negotiables, vision. You know, it's got to come from here. Now, they're their own person. They add their own spin or whatever. But 
you know, like, like for me, first seven minutes. So if a team leads like, Oh, you know, if you're not at the door, it's fine. Cause if you're talking, whatever, no, it's like pastor Nate wants you at that door, (laughs) (laughs) no matter what. Um, so stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times that's like one of the things that gets really tough is that, um, you know, and, and I don't know, I'm whatever, I'm not necessarily thinking of like specific people, but it is so easy um, to like cross over the line, you know, because and we've talked about like the idea of wanting to give people Drew, like when, when, when you have to clarify that you're not thinking of specific people, it makes me think that you're thinking of very specific. Yeah, people. OK, 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 OK. <laughs> I'm thinking about there are spe- I'm not thinking about specific people right now okay Okay. uh, (laughs) maybe some old old uh, old specific people okay but um the idea of just like where you give you give people um the chance to like take that place of leadership right and you and you want to see those things grow and stuff but then like it kind of goes too far almost like where Mm -hmm. where almost like what nate is talking about where it's like okay was this something that you know pastor drew wants to do or is this a you know is this in the direction of where our ministry is going is this Mm. what we're trying to do you know like is this really who we are what we're about you know and it's and i don't know it's tough because it's like you want to just trust those people and just say yeah just do whatever is on your heart but you also don't want to like mission drift too too hard you know and so it's just like ah like and i don't know like it those those things are are tough to deal with you know especially because it's like i don't know about you guys but my volunteer teams are some of the people that i'm the closest with on the planet oh, yeah right like like and i don't think people realize as pastors we're not really afforded too many just friends you know <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like just straight think, up friends you know yeah. and so like our especially in youth ministry man volunteers like that is my friend group <laughs> you mm-hmm. know <laughs> that's and and it that's why it sucks so bad to lose volunteers, but you know, yeah. Mm. But I think, I think like you hit on something though is. Well, can we clarify real quick? It sucks to lose good volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, you know, um, I think like that's where, you know, it's hard whenever people aren't willing to evaluate and get feedback on the direction that, that yes. as a team you want to go. It's like, I get everybody. There's certain people who are like specialists in a certain area and they might have more expertise even in a certain area, but everybody, you know, especially you as the leader, you get to have a voice in that. And it feels like whenever you no longer, they no longer even want your voice or Mm. it's an argument, not a, you know, honest evaluation of how it went. That's when I think things can really start derailing in a, in a big way. Yeah. Well, and, and oh, you go. Oh, I was gonna say, like, I honestly feel really uncomfortable sometimes, and and maybe this is something that I want to grow in for myself too. But like, getting that evaluation the other direction, right? Mm-hmm. Like where, like yeah. they, you know, I mean, you give people a voice into ministry and stuff, but then, like, when it's like, okay, well, if things aren't going the way that they want them to go, then it's like back on me. Mm-hmm. that well, I, i'm not doing things right or i'm not doing enough or you know like stuff like yeah, that you know i would love to tease the next episode because the next episode i lo- would love to play devil's advocate and ask what role we play in allowing volunteers to kind of get off base like what roles mm-hmm. do we play Thanks. in letting things happen or um 
because the drew your point is it starts with us right like if yeah. if we don't if we can't be evaluated then you know it's hard for them to feel like we are we're then then we can't evaluate them either right like right. that's that's a tough that's the thing right yeah i think this could roll into a two-parter that'd be good because we need two episodes today so um, <laughs> <laughs> that'll work out but uh i so full circle and it's just one uh team leader i have now in particular i'm thinking of that yeah, I even heard some rumblings from her team just about like <laughs> she's from Vermont, so uh, she's more direct than some Southerners would prefer, <laughs> if you will. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I heard some of that. Well, guess what? The family served on her team. They're a part of her, her life group. They're, they're, they connect. And mm-hmm. I was able to say, knowing her leadership and knowing her spiritual maturity, I was able to say, well, hey, you know, I would love for you to direct directly give her that feedback give her that you know that that complaint or whatever and holy cow they're great they worked it completely out they still love each other they all are great and she's learned and she's adjusted you know based on that feedback and so for someone to be open for feedback from your leader but also from your team you know like yeah. you, you need to be hearing from them and instead of just the you know oh whatever get over yourself this is who i am like Okay, God, you know, I got to adjust. And and as long as it is based in, like I said, the non-negotiable. So if someone's like, well, I just don't like how you want me to be at the door. This is an easy example. All the time was, well, no, I'm not going to adjust on that. You know, that that's the deal. Um, And so much so now this case just worked out too perfect because of how matured both parties were. But even their feedback. So this particular uh, family was running late and she was able to talk to them about that. So they were able to both, you know, share things that that they needed to both grow in. And um, man, they're still imagine this. They still come. They still attend. They still love it. <laughs> they, they're still on the team. They didn't quit. I've also had volunteers that they just quit without letting you know why, you know, or, or oh, what's yeah. going on. And man, you rob yourself of an opportunity to grow. You rob yourself of an opportunity to have that conversation and to mature. Yeah. Um you know, so, but yeah, that, but that full circle, Hey, if, even if we're friends, if we're close, if we are in community together, learning the word together, you know, then I trust that what you're saying to me is, is truly for my benefit and for our team. It's not just you not getting what you want. You yeah. know, I, mean, I tell you from that, when we get to go visit 12 stone at the IA, yeah. the IA um, summit last year, everybody has to come to the summit because this, this advice right here alone has change the way I view so many people. But when he talked about as the pressure of ministry rises, like the inner stuff, right? Like all of our inner things rise mm-hmm. to meet it and sometimes surpasses it. The more I've learned that with leaders, because they're not always upset at us. They're just, you know, they struggle with their, their, their life, right? They struggle with getting there on time. They struggle with, you know, just other things. And then they just quit and it leaves us trying to fill the gap of why and what mm. happened and it's awkward yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And this is a major cultural thing. I know me and Matt don't probably see eye to eye on this one, but like <laughs> in my and experience. I'm just out here in the, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> well, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll be the tiebreaker. You'll be the tiebreaker. Actually, I already know you would be on Matt's side on this one too. For sure. <laughs> I know you would be. But, um, but also – you know, and I get kind of dramatic and deep sometimes, but like the, I, in my experience, especially if it's been personal, like people, you know, all of a sudden against me, whatever, whatever, um, they're going through something deeper, right? Like it's usually you're the target or your church is the target or your team is the target, but really 
it's a personal battle. It's 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 stuff stuff that they're going through on a deeper level. And I've seen the really good of that. And I've seen the really bad of that where you've had an opportunity to say, okay, Hey, that's, that's some hurtful language you're using there, you know, or I, I see that you're coming at me and I'm going to pray about what you're saying, yeah. but you know, how have you been the last couple months? You know, how, how are you doing, doing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And all of a sudden, man, either the floodgates open and you see, okay, this it's, it's the whole, don't take it personal as a leader, right? Like they're, they're coming at you and challenging you, but usually it's not about you. There's something mm-hmm. else going on. And sure enough, man, you'll find out, you know, major problems at work, major problems at home, whatever. Um, Sin, I had a guy that finally came out in the clearing. This was years ago. He's a buddy of mine that we'd hang out with. And and it wasn't the word back then, but now I'd say he ghosted me all of a sudden. It was like complaining and having all these problems. Well, it turned out he wanted to get drunk and felt bad if I was around, <laughs> you know, <And> <laughs> Well, hey, that that's another thing. Like, let's get to that. Well, Instead Nate, you need of, to take your kids around him and let. Well, them you know, <laughs> at, the, at, at the time I didn't so have. They won't drink. You know? <laughs> that's right. That's right. This, this other lady would have been so proud for me to say I still hung out with him and joined him. You know, so no. at the end of the day, <laughs> you know, I like to get more in that counseling role of you know, let's get. Yeah. Is there more going on here? You know, yeah. um, and I think I'm, I've I'm still not sure where the uh, disagreeing part. Would just you, how yes. much time. So I heard this on a practically pastoring uh, thing too, but how much time you spend in like trying to get to the deeper issue uh, as okay. opposed to just, well, okay, yeah. man, I got, I'm going to move on, you know, yeah. good luck. Um, I probably have about three or four sessions too many, <laughs> maybe <laughs> um, of still trying to give them opportunity to, to share that deep stuff. Um, but the, yeah. So like the practically pastoring things, like how many hours a week do you commit to counseling? What's too much, mm. you know, as, as a pastor and stuff. And um, I don't know, Matt had a quote one time. It was just like, are you sure like that much time and, and emotion energy? I mean, it, it, it drains you as oh, well. Yeah. You know, what gets me is when you say yes to one thing, you're saying no to something else. Wow. Yeah. So when you're saying yes to someone, um, or we're at the lunch table just to kind of maybe cut through a little bit of the PC stuff here a little bit. It's just when you're saying yes to somebody who, who it's their responsibility to go get their crap together. Yeah. Right. And it's also their relationship with God, right? If, if they're not willing to get honest with God and they're not willing to go do it now, I, I want to be careful here. I'm kind of cutting through it a little bit. So please don't, I don't want to get any hate email saying <laughs> that I don't meet with people, but at the same time, I'm saying no to other potential leaders. I'm saying no to other people that I could be with or no to the the person who's doing great. And by neglecting the person who's doing great, they might end up in the same spot, you know, if you're not right. checking in on them and that kind of thing. So it's, it's a hard yeah. balance to find. Right. Drew, where we have a little blurred lines is like, I would say, but what if me as the pastor or the counselor is who they're coming to for the help? Mm-hmm. Like at what point is that? How much of your time, you know, do you commit to that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like that's, that's a tough one, you know, for sure. But I, I feel like I'm, I'm not the kind that, um, I don't know if it's taking three or four times of getting together for hours, you know, like, yeah, like at yeah, some point, off. at some point, like that's going to be like, a, all right, like, Hey, if you don't want to be here, like, not, you know, eventually yes. <laughs> I have to say bye, you know, and it's like, you know, um, but, uh, but I do, I do think that like, for the most part, like, and, and maybe it's also my, 
my mode of like getting into those counseling things, especially if it is something where it's like, okay, this is hurt me, you know? And so mm-hmm. like, obviously there's something deeper going on, you know? Um, I'm, I'm the kind of person that I'm just going to sit down and be like, all right, lay it on the table straight up. Like, no, like I'm not cutting, there's no yeah. soft edges on this. This is just what happened. And I just want to talk through this and like, see what's going on with you and and how I can be here for you, but also like deal with this thing, you know, that's going on. I think yeah. there's a huge difference between three different areas. There's mm-hmm. shepherding, there's counseling and there's leading. Whoa. Yeah. And you know, I like this to be hundred percent honest. I don't know if I consider myself a counselor in a place where I think I even should meet with someone more than two or three times until I get some more training in some yeah. of those areas. Because at the end of the day, I think when you, when those lines get blurred, it turns into mm-hmm. enabling and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you just get to become the vent person and Right. You know, you're not allowing them to maybe go take some extra steps that they need to take right. to, to go to go get better. So what yeah. you're saying is you have to refer them to a real pastor. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You, hey, I'm not just saying this to recover that that blast there. You do way more counseling to your students and your than you ever would even realize. You 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 give biblical counseling on a regular basis. Well, and I think this will go into the next episode because I think what's what's what I'm having a hard time fighting back is all the things that we're trying to put in place on a regular basis that tries to keep us from getting there. Mm. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of things that we're trying to, you know, steps and things and regular check-ins that kind of um keep us from getting to a tipping point. To where we have to we have to have like a, one of those hard conversations, but that's that's yeah. for the next episode. Well, and I, and I would encourage y'all too, like, and it's something I tell our staff all the time, like, you knowing most of the backstory, you knowing the personal yeah. details that they're going through, could also help you have perspective to love them well, which could mean moving on or or pouring time into them, you know. So that I hope that we use that to our I hate this word for this, but our advantage, you know, just to kind of get yeah. perspective. But the volunteers that that don't suck, they they are being evaluated, right? They're 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 being open to feedback, and if there is something deeper, then they're getting the help they need <clears throat> from you know wherever yeah. they need. So we um we I, I love these terms, right? We have on ramps that makes it really easy for leaders yeah. to get on our team and get going, but then we have what we call you know off ramps that are just as easy to get off of the team. And we like to, like, I love providing both of those for them because Mm -hmm. the last leader that, that was a forced off ramp was because this particular person was so unwilling to work with others, take feedback, ultra defensive, you know, just, Hey, I'm in, you know, and the line, this is where Nate, you agree with the line. I, you know, I finally had to say was, I am very sorry, but we do not have the time or the capacity to work for the amount of weeks it would take to work through this with you. It's just not in our scope because we're trying to focus that on the students. I said, our time and capacity is focused in on the students and maybe later on you can come back on, but right now we're just not there. And, and that goes to the overarching, your vision, your mission, non-negotiables, like 
we all three have the same dude church as a team mentality. Well, if you want to be a lone ranger, then you're going to head to that off ramp. <laughs> you know, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's not going to work. I'm going to quote you, Matt. I, I took these notes while you led that conference a while back. Um, but to have great volunteers and I love what you just said. So, so that, you know, the on ramp and the off ramp, you have to set the culture and to set that culture. Mm-hmm. It's what you celebrate, what you celebrate gets repeated, what you measure and what you allow. And I've shared with Matt many times that what you allow part for me as a parent and as a pastor, (laughs) um, it's so key. Like if you're going to allow a volunteer to be late all the time, Mm -hmm. then they're, they're not, they obviously don't have it inside of them to work on that. So if that's creating now stress and chaos and what Matt's helped me with a lot in the past was, man, Nate, you may be chill and cool about that, but what's that doing to the others? How is that one volunteer hurting your other volunteers? You know, so do you guys have that 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 go to though that like they definitely get away with more? I'll let Drew Drew once you take like this one something maybe. that I allow that they get away with. <laughs> well, like maybe like in my evals, I had staff feedback that uh, Ben, my worship leader, is my golden child that he can get away with. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what worship leader oh, isn't the golden man. child? <laughs> but do you have that volunteer that like? You let them slide a little more because they're all stars oh, because they're amazing. Yeah, I do. I do. It's. I think. I think the um the and he's probably listening right now for sure. <laughs> well, that's why lie. he's an all star. That's, yeah, that's right. why he's an all star for sure. No, but honestly, I think I think that's um. Uh, so I'm talking about Todd Hamaker. Okay, y'all. I knew know, I knew who you were talking know. about. Oh, like, everybody knows uh, Todd. Todd is my guy. All right, Look. So Todd. Todd Todd's like, not on my staff or my team, and he's my favorite, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so Todd is really great, and I think that one of the things about, um, you know, like I think we all probably have like that high capacity leader on our team, hmm. um, and he's that guy for me. Um, you know, that's just like, um, I don't know, he's really high ranking in the military, and we probably should have him on the podcast at some point. And so he's because he's leadership. like a leadership junkie, just like always be listening to podcasts and stuff and he sends me podcasts more than i send them to him so um so you know it's just like one of those people but um but uh yeah he's definitely my person that like if something came up i'd let him slide a lot more for sure um but uh but i think it's because of you know the voice right like and i think that's one of the parts where it's like okay well if Todd is saying something, then it's like, I know where he's coming from. And, and it's not Trust. always like out of a place of like, Oh wow, this is just bad. You know? <laughs> and so it's like, you know, I know that for him, he's just like, I just have information that I have to give and that's it. You right. Know? No, no emotion behind that part, you know? So, but yeah. And there's so much trust there, you know, yeah. when, I mean, when someone's been on your team for years and they show yeah. up late, okay, no big deal. When yeah, someone's in their training process and they show up late their first week or second week or you know first month, then you're kind of going, right. "Hey, we got to nip this in the bud now, otherwise this is going to get." Yeah, because I think that's what haunts me with volunteers mm-hmm. is the more I just try to ignore the red flags and the things early on, it always bites me in the butt later. I yeah. always get bit by it. They always. Yeah. you know, are inconsistent or quit or overwhelming well, yeah, or something like that later on. They're, yeah. they're patterns. So in the vein of a great volunteer, like our youth leader right now, Ethan, he is a volunteer. He is not stipend or paid at all. And he's not late. He's consistently on time. He does well with that. He's punctual. 
Well, guess it better what? Better be if he uh, ever wants to get paid. God, that's right. That's right. At this point, <laughs> you're trying to get to that. So, um, but so last Sunday, so we do a 8:30 a.m. huddle and a 9 a.m. service, and it was the time change. Uh, Matt Matt's church launched at 8 a.m. on a time change of losing an hour of sleep, but um, we we had that. Well, guess what? Um, he was late to first service. Right. Well, guess what? He was at Winter Jam until 2 a.m. the night before <laughs> with his youth group, right, and all this stuff. Now, so granted, yes, I want to be on time, but his pattern's not being late. So sure enough, when he came in, he's like, I said, bro, I got good news for you. He's like, what, man? I'm so sorry. I said, I was a youth pastor for 15 years. I get it, okay? <laughs> you you were out with him until 2 a.m. You're exhausted. You're getting kids home, all the, you know, yeah. you parents. I said, so no, I don't want you to be late, but you get a free pass today, bro, like, uh, it's understandable and it's yeah. not a common thing. And and hit, and this was what makes a great volunteer. He's like, Nate, just don't be so easy on me, man. Like, I appreciate that, but I know I should have been on time. I said, yeah, you should have and learn from this, but your, your proven faithfulness, your track record, you know, helps you here and then and understanding. In the meantime, the worship leader went to Nate and just said, hey, those three songs were really hard. Oh, and Nate just no. went, oh, oh, come here, Ben. Let me just no. hug you. Just, oh it's God. okay. <laughs> no. Bro, that is <laughs> In so, the meantime, your youth pastor is out till 2 a.m. at Winter Jam with a bunch of teenagers and parents and leaders uh, and volunteers oh on gosh. Daylight Savings. All jobs have their challenges in different ways. Yeah. Oh. And some jobs make a lead pastor look better, so they let him get away with more. <laughs> yeah. Now, full disclaimer, I, you know, Ben doesn't get a, you know, he doesn't do hardly anything that is bad. Uh, so. We both agree that he probably does hardly anything. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're right. There's a lot that, yeah. that we don't understand, but. To wrap up this first 30 minutes, to wrap up this first episode, let's just, can you just recap real quick before we transition to the next episode, just though that, that what, what is it that we're looking for in volunteers that, that will help them be great, right? Like, what is it that if we were to say, these are the signs of someone I want on my team, what, what comes to y'all's mind? Teachable, loyal, and flexible. Mm -hmm. I feel like for me, it's definitely teachable has got to be top there for sure. Um, I feel like I have a really hard time working with people that aren't hungry um, to get stuff done and like to like see the vision go um, and uh, and are just like able to take on the passion of the ministry itself. Um, not like my not my personal passions, but just like, OK, what matters to the ministry as a whole? matters to them so this is the all the time we have for this episode stay with us and tune in next week because my question that i'm going to start off with you guys is is what are you guys doing and what is our role in creating that volunteer culture and when we look back on some of the volunteers we've struggled with what role did we play in maybe allowing that to happen or mm -hmm you know, what did we have to, maybe even just what did we have to learn from that? So definitely turn it, tune in next week to, to hear this discussion. Bye-bye. Peace. 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 <laughs>